0: Hi friends, hello, hello, you're listening to I'm Sorry With The Podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? Hello, hello and welcome back to I'm Sorry With The Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek and it's been a hot minute and uh, I am going to, you know, kick this off in the top here by just saying that the otter and I are no longer together and so I have just been um oh here she goes uh <laughs> I have just been processing that and um you know it hasn't been the easiest and um you know I know we love a good <laughs> I know we love a good breakup episode here but I just don't feel um really ready to kind of like get into that right now. Um, and here's the deal. I am drinking from a large cup of espresso depresso right now. But the problem is, is that during this time of actually wanting to like isolate and be sad, um, Miley Cyrus won a Grammy, Taylor Swift announced a new album. And can we just say that for a lot of, I'm sorry, what in the last, like, months has been me talking about football and my fantasy team and how I drafted Travis Kelsey and Brock Purdy. And now both of them are going to the Super Bowl. Like, I'm sorry, this is the I'm sorry what bowl. And I just I just felt like I needed to talk about it. And, uh, you know, I am going through my motions and everything. And I just kind of want to jump into these topics because I'm really excited to talk about them. And um, yeah, and maybe there's a part of me And just between us girlies and guys and and whoever is listening that doesn't want to repeat the same behavior that, you know, I did an episode where I dropped this beautiful episode about how my boyfriend met my parents and I'm so excited for the future and blah, blah, blah. And then the following episode is us breaking up because, listen, um, I'm going to steal the TikTok saying like if I had a nickel for every time that that happened, I would have two nickels, which isn't a lot. But it's still weird. So I'm breaking that stigma. I'm breaking that habit right now. And I just want to talk about I just want to talk about Brock Purdy. So we're doing it. So let's start there, because what a whirlwind. And I appreciate those who texted me and was like, oh, my gosh, Brock Purdy and Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are going to the Super Bowl. Like this could not have been like scripted NFL. Maybe me. Maybe me, maybe I wrote the script because seriously, like I rooted for these people for an entire season. And by the way, Travis Kelsey finally showed up and I truly don't feel like it's his fault. I mean this with the bottom of my heart. I do not think that Travis Kelsey is a bad football player. Uh, My theory, my hypothesis is that everybody else was not that good so then the defense of all the other teams were like yeah just block Kelsey and then nothing's gonna happen and like honestly the Chiefs did not have the best season in the world so like that might be on facts but then Pacheco number 10 right I think number 10 Taylor Taylor like does a little 10 thing for him so I just assume but anyways so he starts to get good other players are starting to get good and now Travis gets to score touchdowns and do shit like that and it's like we all love to see it and I didn't even get to talk about like the Jason Kelsey of it all, which it's just like the timing could not have been worse. And like I have things to talk to the people about, but I know that this is old news. And like, listen, it is what it is. I know you want to hear my opinion. Jason Kelsey taking his shirt off and like jumping out of the of the booth when Kylie Kelsey was like, please be on your best behavior. We're meeting Taylor Swift was just so iconic and honestly I just feel like they are the best of friends and I am truly so excited about this relationship and here's the funny thing okay let me like (laughs) I keep being like I'm not going to talk about my breakup but like let me just say this because it's like psychotic and we love so here's my deal right now with like social media and like love is obviously I'm if you haven't noticed I have not been on social media I probably won't be on Instagram for uh, probably a a little bit of time so I don't even think I'll post this episode so I'm just hoping that like you all love me enough that you subscribed and you like see it and you send it to your friends so bless you if you're listening um I just truly can't bring myself to go on but anyways okay girl that's not what today is about so um I but the thing is is like So I'm on TikTok a lot. And when I see like couple shit, I just like scroll right past it. I'm like, I can't. I can be happy for my friends. Like, I love to still see like my friends wedding stuff and like love and stuff. Like I'm still on board. However, I uh, I can't do randos right now. And I just like scroll right through. But there is not a minute in my day that I skip a Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey moment. I truly don't. And I think it's funny because I think in my head, they are my friends. So I'm like, yes, I want to see. Like, yes, I want to see. I want to just be happy for them. And I think what a level of psychosis that you must have to truly believe that Travis and Jason and Kylie and Taylor are your friends. And you know what? If that's the world I need to live in right now, then like bless up. Um, but anyways, I'm so obsessed with it. Also, like Jason... And Travis just like openly discussing stuff on the podcast is like such a dream come true. And right now I've been listening to a lot of new heights and it's just it's just such a blast in a glass. And I enjoy that Jason like just called himself out and was like, well, you know, I was blackout drunk when I met Kylie. So, you know, I got to be drunk drinking from a bowling ball when I meet Taylor. And like the casualness of that is I just think what she needs. Like I like that they just treat her like They celebrate her like you can hear in interviews. Like Jason was just saying at the Pro Bowl, like, you know, she's this incredible artist and all this stuff. So they like in the media they're like, "Fuck yeah!" Like this is Taylor motherfucking Swift. But like behind closed doors, are like, yeah, this is Travis's girlfriend Taylor. Like we could we have asked for anything more? I don't think so. I absolutely don't think so. So anyways, I had been kind of worried about the Super Bowl, okay, because I was like, what a dream if the Chiefs do go because I've been talking about it so much. And I was like, I feel like I manifested this. And at the same time, what I was worried about genuinely from the bottom of my heart is like being a Niners fan. I just saw the way that bitches were acting up like the Ravens, not the Ravens. Who was it? Actually wasn't the Ravens, but they did boo Taylor Swift. Someone was like, you're ruining football. It's like, bitch, relax. Like, can we calm down? You need to calm down. But it was um what I maybe it's a Cowboys. I truly don't remember. People are like burning pictures of Taylor. It's like, bitch. Seriously, like this is too much like it just like it, it's giving Kanye in the worst way, you know, and I just didn't want the Niners fans to show up like that. I was genuinely concerned because I was like, I don't want to have that reputation like, you know, and so I was very stressed, but it seems like no one's really been acting a fool. Like um I would say the McCaffrey of it all is like I feel like they're just being funny, like If you don't know, like Christian McCaffrey's mom and beautiful fiance, Olivia, they had. uh, Christian McCaffrey's mom has a podcast, which is such a flex. And I'm obsessed with that. But so (laughs) she said like they were talking on the podcast like they're not listening to Taylor for a week. And honestly, like, I think that's just funny. Like, I think they were just kind of like you know, making light of it all like and Maybe they are serious, but like it's just like that's kind of funny. That's not like I'm burning her picture. Like we don't have a picture to burn. I really feel like you should just take a shot every time I like drop a Taylor lyric into this podcast because I'm kind of proud of how it's been going. But, um, you know, that's just like funny, but I don't feel like anyone's acting up. They asked Brock Purdy if he was like prepared to disappoint Taylor. And he kind of like just chuckled and said yes, which, you know, his fiance is like, bitch, no, I want him. To, I want her to play at the wedding. Like, relax. Um, Oh, my God. Sorry, I have so much to say, but I cannot forget about this. Okay, if you're a loyal listener of the podcast, you know that there is one place in the San Jose area that well, okay, that's not fair. There's like two places in San Jose area I love the most. Obviously, O Flats. But we all know since I have moved to Campbell, California, that I have been obsessed with Water Tower Kitchen. Water Tower Kitchen is historically where I used to take all my first dates. It's if I if somebody comes to town, this is where I'm taking them. I'm taking them to Water Tower Kitchen. And all that is to say, that i you know obviously i truly like i go on instagram for my work and like sometimes i accidentally like get on my own profile and i just so happened to get on my own profile for the hottest minute to see that the one and only Brock Purdy dressed by Cole's rolled in to water tower freaking kitchen after they won the game to go to the super bowl Can you believe, like, here I am crying on the couch at my parents' house, when in reality I could have been meeting sweet baby Angel Brock Purdy at Water Tower Kitchen. Like, get it together, you know? I just, I truly, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was so thrilled and excited, and I was like, this is such... It's such a moment. It's such a moment in time. And I love that everyone's like, by the way, talking so much shit on his outfit. It's like, you have to remember, Baby Boy hasn't like made that much money yet. I mean, he has, but he hasn't. He also just seems like one of those conservative money people. Like he just like, you know, it's something about God and like money. I don't know. It's just Brock Purdy's giving like Cole's cash and he enjoys it. And th- that's fine. Can I not wait until he shows up in like a velour track suit from New Heights podcast? Yeah. Also, Travis Kelsey just talking about Brock Purdy and how amazing he is. Like, I just love the Kelsey brothers, like at the bowl, like at the bowl. (laughs) Look at me at the bowl, you know, like I'm excited to see them hug after the game. Like, I can't wait. And of course, by the way, like, listen, this is the one time in my life I'm going to root against Taylor Swift. Actually, let's not be let's take it back. I did root against the Chiefs in the Miami game, and it is what it is. But right now, obviously, I'm rooting for the Niners. I'm so excited. I'm going to wear my BP shirt. Of course, I'm going home. And I just want you all to know that, yes, I did already solidify my spot on the couch at my parents' house. Because like, if you don't know, once upon a time I told a story, was it Thanksgiving? I truly can't remember what holiday it was. Yeah, I think it was Thanksgiving where like my parents' couch is just so whack. And it's like, I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but they have just historically had great couches. And then they bought this one and like, it was kind of designed for like two people to sit comfortably and like one person to sit like, okay. But, like, if they're talking to the other two people. And I don't know if my parents' plan was to just be like, I don't know if in their head they were like, Ashley might be single forever. So, like, who needs four comfortable ca- places or like six comfortable places to sit on the couch? Which, like, I mean, right now they weren't wrong, but you know, it wasn't what we expected. And so, anyways, the couch is like not meant for a party. Okay. And, and like I said, maybe that was the strategy, but unfortunately, they have kids and now we all want to be home all the time me particularly and so you know there are two seats that you can see the tv perfectly and i was like listen mom here's my sitch i'm going to come home for the whole weekend so that way i can sit on that spot and i can be like prepared for where i want to sit and apparently i mentioned this to my sister i just said i'll be home for super bowl and she said we know you're sitting in that chair and i said listen i I am who I am. OK, and I'm going to sit in the seat I want to sit in. That's the chair I was sitting in when they like won to go to the Super Bowl. So, OK, we're doing it. We're doing it. Also, speaking of Brock Purdy and my outfits, I um, want you all to know that like in this time that I've been gone, um I got the amazing opportunity and like honor and, you know, privilege to help plan my cousin Danielle and her fiance Kevin's combined bachelor bachelorette party which was football themed and of course like of freaking course by the way the niner game could have been at any fucking time okay there was four slots that weekend and it just so happened to be at the exact time of this football-themed bar crawl that we were going to do. And I was like, oh shit, like what am I going to do? We ended up honestly having like the best time. So we went to Sushi Confidential and we had like a little room and all the TVs were playing. And so I wore my ref's outfit because this was like a, this was a football-themed party and I was ready to throw a flag down when need be. And so it was similar to like what I did for Christmas bachelorette party with like the pub golf. There was, you know, like a touchdown with a two-point conversion was like, <laughs> A, an alcoholic beverage and two shots like it was just wild you know it was like a good time like I think everybody had so much fun and anyways we were watching the game and I brought my Brock pretty short with me because I was like I'm gonna wear my refs outfit like I promised but if shit starts to hit the fan I'm putting on my shirt I just want you to know that shit started to hit the fan I put on my shirt they scored a touchdown and then I kept my shirt on and they won the game. So for anyone who does not believe that I am controlling the NFL with my Brock Purdy shirt, like you're just wrong. The facts are there. The science is sciencing and like it is what it is. So um, anyways, I <laughs> so I'm, I am just like so excited for the Super Bowl. Also, like I didn't truly didn't give a shit about the halftime show. I mean, I love Usher. I'm a millennial baby. Like I can't wait to hear. Yeah. But somebody brought up that idea of Justin Bieber being one of like the special guests and I'll shit my pants. I know as a Swifty, like we're mad at Justin, but at the same time, I feel like he's just so he's just he's just good. I think he's just like fucked up. You know what I mean? I am, you know, as I've said before so many times and you'll hear this so much on the podcast because like. And I'm sorry to be so annoying about it. But like, this is truly the mantra I'm like living my life with. And it's really getting me through is like, I don't know how I would react if I was dealt the same cards as somebody else. And that's how I feel about Justin Bieber. Like, do I love what he did to Selena Gomez? Of course not. But I also just feel like we all make mistakes. We move on. She's moved on. She's doing her thing. And I feel like, you know, Justin's just like trying his best, just like we all are. And I don't know. So anyways, I just think it'd be really fun if like Usher brought out Justin Bieber like that would be so iconic and amazing. um. I I'm hoping to bring some snack to the Super Bowl. My sister makes such a good queso and I'm like very excited also because I just have to say this. Listen, <laughs> I know I could be like, I'm not going to talk about the breakup, but I just want to talk about the funny parts. I literally didn't eat and I said this to my best friend, Julie, I was like truly I just believe that people saying they were so sad that they didn't eat was just like a lie skinny people said. Like, I just thought that that was like a skinny person thing. I've never been a skinny bitch. And so I just like truly did not believe that I could possibly ever get to the point where I was so sad about something that I didn't eat. But your girl like didn't eat for a week, which... I happened like Trisha found out about in the way she stacked my fridge. But I feel like now I've just been gearing up for Super Bowl Sunday and she is eating like she's feasting. You know, I told you, know, I'm eating now. So like, please don't like send the police. I am eating, but I just feel like I'm going to eat really good on Sunday. And I said I was going to bring something and I truly don't know what that is because, um you know, most of the time, I just I just spend sulking. So anyways, um, she's feeling her feels like Andrew told her to. OK. Um, but anyways, I'm so excited about the Brock Purdy, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey of it all. Like, I'm sorry, but I did this. I just don't know what else to say. Like, I manifested this so hard. Like, I'm sad that like, obviously, I did not do well. In fantasy, which I feel like if you have the most players on the two teams that go to the Super Bowl, I feel like you should get extra points. You know what I mean? Also, I am the Pick'em League goes until Super Bowl. And what I heard from the Grapevine, I haven't like read the official rules yet. But apparently, when it comes to the Super Bowl, like you can put as many points as you want on that game. And your girl has had a fall from grace. It's like not bad enough that I'm like going through a breakup, but I also like just shit the bed so hard in, in pick And now I'm like fourth place, which like your girl was one, two or three for this whole season. And like, she has taken a fall. And so I don't know, I'm just saying bet everything on the Niners and like do what I do. Cause I do truly believe with my whole heart, soul and vagina that the Niners are going to win. Cause here's my, here's my deal. Like I, Patrick Mahomes is scary though. I will say like Patrick Mahomes is one of those bitches. That's just like, no, I'm gonna, I, Like, I was losing, but, like, that's just not me. It's like Patrick Mahomes, like, looked in the mirror one day and was like, what are we doing? Like, we are winners, so, like, let's go win. And I truly think that's just what happened. Or Brittany was like, bitch, get it together, okay? Like, okay, my my style is doing better, so your football needs to be doing better. And I think that's just the conversation they had in bed. And he was like, you know what? Bet I'm going to the Super Bowl. That's how I think it happened. So anyways, I am afraid of him. But it's the Niners time. You know what I mean? Like, I was listening to – I've been listening to The Toast, which is, like – I listened to the toast and I was like, this is my podcast. Like, I just feel like we are this one and the same. And um, it just cracks me up. And that also was like, yeah, why am I not getting to talk about these things I want to talk about? Because Claudia is a Niners fan, too. And she was talking about like Detroit and like how that story was really good. And like, I believe it as well. Like, we love the Eminem of it all. And Detroit had like not won a game, you know, forever. Not like not won a game. They had like not been to the Super Bowl. But she was saying that, like, it takes time. Like, nobody just, like, gets to be good all of a sudden and go to the Super Bowl. It's like, you have to earn it. And I feel like the Niners have been, like, so close. And, like, this is their time. This is Brock Purdy's moment. Like, Mr. Irrelevant, my ass. And I live for it. I truly do. Also, there are reports. I haven't seen, like, a lot of interviews from the Pro Bowl. Or not the Pro Bowl. The, like, media day. The media day for the Super Bowl just seemed, like, fucking nuts. Like, the fact that Nickelodeon was out there asking, like, Brock Purdy do a Spongebob impression. I was like, this is so unserious for like the biggest game, you know, like in America, but whatever. Everybody's saying that Daddy Shanahan was drunk and I saw a clip and like, honestly, I don't hate that. Like, I don't hate that. I do. I think he should be drinking right now. Probably not. Like, would I be drinking? No, but I support him. I would love. He seemed like he's just genuinely having a good time. And you have to think about it this way. Like, Daddy Shan has been working his full blown ass off to get to this point and if he wants to enjoy, he wants to enjoy. And that's on facts, you know? Um. So listen, there's only like two topics I really wanted to just talk about. And I don't know how long this podcast episode's going to be. And like, you know, she's like always on the verge of tears. So we're powering. But I just feel that once upon a time, I did it, a big part of this episode about all the songs that I thought Miley Cyrus should win like a Grammy for. And if Flowers is... Such a good song, "Flowers" is such a good song, and it's such a good moment. And you know, obviously, it's tough because I was like, my girls, like, similar to the way I feel about the Super Bowl, I was like, oh my god, like, my people are in the Super Bowl right now. It's it's like, Travis Kelsey, it's Taylor Swift, it's Brock Purdy, it's Ayuk, who like, that's my babe, okay, that's my babe, and George Kittle, like, love. Christian McCaffrey, love. Deebo Samuels, love. OK, but anyways, like my people are in the Super Bowl, but my people were also nominated for Grammys. It was like Miley against Taylor. And I was like, what is a girl to do? Like, you know, but I really like I wanted Taylor to win album of the year. Whatever. You hate me. I don't care. Midnight's was amazing. I don't give a fuck what you have to say. And um. but I really wanted Flowers to win because I feel like Miley is just so underrated. And she just has been for so long. I feel like because when she did bangers, she was like so camping crazy that everybody was like, this girl's just nuts, like, you know, whatever. But I'm like, if you listen to the songs on Bangers, like obviously there's some that's like fucking Bangers, you know, whatever. And I know those are not like not serious, but like adore you. Oh, my God. Somebody else or someone else, someone else. I truly can't listen to music right now. That's like not the vibe. But I did yesterday listen to two songs and two songs only. And it was Flowers and Paint the Town Red by Doja Cat. She's just in a weird moment. Like, whatever. Music's just hard for me. And like literally just saying someone else like makes me want to cry. But that album has such good songs on it. But it's just like, I feel like it just gets distracted by like the Miley Cyrus of it all. But she's truly so talented. And when she won that Grammy, I cried. (laughs) I cried. Obviously, it's not like difficult to make me cry right now, but I'm telling you, I teared up so hard. And then like she was giving her speech and it was so good. Like truly, it was so, such a at first when she's like, I'm going to tell this story about a butterfly. I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. But then also like the the Hannah Montana in me was like butterfly fly away. Like if you know, you know. But, um, you know, she told this beautiful story and she was just like there. She looks so fabulous. The hair was giving something, but I was kind of into it. Like, I feel like when she ta- when she did her performance and she was talking about her inspirations and then she kind of did like a Tina Turner moment, like I kind of got it all. But like she was her performance was so good. I will listen. I'm going to have critiques. My critique was the part where she was like, y'all act like you don't know this song. Like that was awkward and it was just like weird. But um, besides that, when she was like, and I just won my first Grammy, like, uh I feel like spiritually I needed that flowers performance and it was so good. And I'm so happy for her. And I love that she won a second award and Meryl Streep's up there, like literally the Meryl Streep and Miley Cyrus is like. I, I didn't forget to thank anybody, but I forgot my underwear and I just like, this is what we love about Miley. Like Miley's just being Miley. She's just being Miley. And we as a society could not be more grateful that that is what it is, you know? And it was noted to me that she did not thank her dad, but like, I don't even want to talk about drama right now. Truly. I just want to talk about things that are bringing me joy, which is Miley Cyrus winning Grammys. And her performance was, in my opinion, the best performance of the night like came very close was Billie Eilish I saw through that whole performance like Billie Eilish that song is so incredible she's so talented I loved it I love that Billie Eilish wins awards and she just like is like what am I doing here but like at the same time like as much as I love it and we love like a humble queen I just I want her to celebrate her success and I she's only 20 years old or like 22 I think yeah 22 she's only 22 years old but I hope when she's winning a Grammy when she's 30 she's like I earned this shit like Take the message of Barbie and run like you earned it like you earned it. You really did. And then like our girl Taylor looking stunning. I know people didn't like her off. I don't care. I did. Her hair was giving like 2012 and I wasn't the biggest fan of it. But honestly, like I still loved it. You know what I mean? It's like I loved it. I didn't like it, which is fine. So I I did say I didn't want to talk about drama, but I just want to say this one fucking thing that's driving me nuts is everybody's like Taylor's such a monster for like dragging Lana Del Rey on stage. And I feel like if I put myself in her shoes, okay, you're sitting next to someone who you consider to be like a best friend. okay, and they're nominated in the same category as you. And then but they're also on your album. That is very hard. Like when you I've been up against my friends for like the same positions before and like the guilt that like kind of runs over you. And I'm not saying that's why she dragged it up, but I'm just saying that like she probably already feels bad. And in that moment was just like Lana was on this album. I love her so much. She helped me through this hard time. Like I want her to come on stage with me. Like she's probably honestly just thinking about like, you know, she's taking Jack on stage. She just wanted Lana to come with her because she's like, she was a part of this moment for me. Like for me, when I celebrate my successes, I don't feel like I can ever honestly sit here and be like, yep, this was just me. Like, I'm I'm proud of myself for doing it. But like, I can't help but look back at all the people who helped me get here. Like, my friends are so incredible and I can't talk about it because I will cry. But like everything that I've achieved in my life there have been people with me. And I think Taylor's just one of those people who just like wants to be so grateful and celebrate like everybody who helped her through. And I think at that moment, like Lana was one of them. And like just leave her alone. Like, you know what I mean? And Lana posted she was so excited. She's like, I hate people are so fucking mean to Taylor Swift and it kills me. It just kills me. And by the way, like people are so rude to her. And yet every single time that somebody was performing, Taylor Swift was the first one standing, clapping, singing. I didn't see like there were so many performances where they panned out of the crowd. Shout out to Chris Olsen from TikTok who like just kept sharing us like behind the scenes videos I was in love. But when you pan out, everybody was just like sitting. But Taylor was standing and clapping and dancing and enjoying every performance. And it's like that is queen behavior. Like, I'm sorry, that's just queen behavior. Like, she was like, I'm here to have a good time. And Taylor is in her good time era, okay? And we love. And then our girl gets on stage and we're all like clowning about reputation. We're like, oh my god, she's in black and white. Like, this is the moment. We're getting reputation TV. And then she like announces a new album. And honestly, I was like, oh fuck. Like, they said this on the toast and like, Honestly, I like, couldn't relate more, but they were like, oh, yeah, we kind of forgot that we can just get new music like, you know, and I think everybody was thinking we were going to get an album called Karma and then she releases an album called like The Dead Poet Society. And it's like it's so off brand to like, you know, speak now, 1989, Red, you know, like it's so different. We so love it's artsy like and people are like, is this a Joe Alwyn like hate track? Like, what is it? Here's my here's my honest prediction Is that I think we're going to get I don't think it's going to be like we hate Joe Alwyn. I think it's going to be like I hate who I was because I was dating Joe Alwyn. Like this is giving like Ashley breaking up with Jimmy. You know what I mean? Like it's totally giving those eras. It's giving like I'm becoming self-aware. I thought I was really in love. I thought this was it. And then I'm coming to realize that like we're poking holes in the story like that. That's what I think this album will be. And you guys. Okay. This is so, like, this is a news story for Ashley. Like, I'm telling you, this is Ashley Newsweek because the track list was released. Okay. And guess who is a freaking feature on this album? Post Malone. Ashley's biggest crush, Post Malone, is on Taylor Swift's album. Like, I'm like, I was really just supposed to sit here and not do the podcast. Like, how? This is, I feel like the universe is giving. It's going to be okay for me, you know, and, you know, I know Post Malone is hard because he was a shared love between me and the magic community. But I I've loved Post Malone this whole time. And I love that he's doing something with Taylor. Like it's bringing me back to the AMAs where I, I can't remember, I think Taylor won, but Post was nominated and they like had this cute hug and he was in this cowboy outfit and she was like in her cape and like it was just such a vibe, such a moment. And I like love the idea of these two people being friends and I'm just like truly so excited about it and I, I love it so much. Like I'm so happy. I can't wait for this album. April 19th is when she's dropping it. She's in Tokyo. She's living her best life. She seems so happy. She's so unbothered. I love that the world just wants to know she's going to get to the Super Bowl. And I feel like she is. And then people were like kind of throwing some shade and they're like, and it is true because like, let's talk about the feminism of it all. It's like people are like, how is Taylor going to get to the Super Bowl? But like nobody was like pressed that Travis wasn't going to the Grammys. And I just have to say this. It's like in reality, like Travis really couldn't go to the Grammys. And you just like, you know that like if he could, he would like Travis gives like that energy. okay. like he's doing the most. okay, and he really loves her. He talked about her in interviews. He said he's heard some of the the album. She said she's been working on it for two years. And then, you know, she talked a little bit more in Tokyo, you know, and she's like saying she's been perfecting it. So I'm just like really interested. And I'm, I'm hoping that we get kind of a progression of like what it was like to go through the breakup and then like what she sees now after it. Like it's imagine I imagine it's what it's been like for you all to listen to the podcast. Like, you know what I mean? It's like. It's Giving Breakup episode and I love it. Um, But anyways, you guys, I think I have to say I'm just like really grateful to have made it through this episode. I know it's like a quickie and, um, you know, there was just things I was excited to talk about. I think I just wanted to like really feel pure joy for a moment. And I'm not going to lie. There's like an undertone of pain through it, but I... I'm really proud of myself. I feel like this is a big moment and I know it was only like a 30 minute podcast, but it kind of means a lot to me and I love you all so much and thank you for always giving me like grace and patience when like things are going on in my life that I feel like I'm not like ready to like talk about and, um, you know, and just the whiplash that I feel like we go through here, um, on the podcast and I just know it's going to be okay and I want you all to know that there are a hundred reasons to smile today, so, um, find one, hold on to it. Um yeah okay I'm gonna go because I have to like cry now and um the way your girl always does like a full face of makeup and then it's just like why I will say this my mascara is like holding up like my my mascara is mascaring and it's very impressive um the eyeliner's not so if you have recommendations please send them through um I don't really know the best way to get a hold of me, maybe TikTok, honestly, like I'm still on my TikTok, but Instagram is just a little too hard for me right now. So I appreciate the patience from the lack of content and everything. And I just love this podcast so much and I love you all. And I've built such a incredible community and I feel so grateful. And like a quick shout out before I bawl my eyes out, like I just want to say thank you to like my friends and my parents, like there's like absolutely nothing that I could get through without them. And, um, okay. So she's going to go now. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. Um, please like and subscribe and download. And, um, I really hope to be talking to you all next week about a 49ers win. I'm just going to, honestly, I'm just taking it day by day and I hope that's okay. And I love you. I can't say that enough. Okay. Bye.